We're going to be learning in Chidushe Maran Riz HaLevi, the only piece in Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh. This is Perek Dalet Halacha Zion. And in this piece, Reb Velvel articulates two major approaches to the mitzvah to add a month and create a leap year. So sometimes when Nisan is coming too early in the year, it's not going to be in springtime. So the court would add a second Adar and push off the calendar. So Reb Velvel is going to articulate two major approaches, Rashi versus the Rambam as to what the essence of this halacha is. And in his usual way, he's going to get to the core of the issue. This is an interesting piece historically because it's one of the first topics that was published. Reb Velvel died in 1959. And then two years later, there was a small volume of his chidushim on Yuma, Sukkah, and Kiddush HaChodesh, which was published. Sort of as a teaser for the main Sefer, which was published 18 years later in 1979. So this was one of the earliest topics of Rab Velvel's that was published. The Rambam writes, Yesh devarim she'ein ma'abrin bishvilan klal. There are certain issues for which we do not add another month and create a leap year. Aval osin osan sa'ad l'shana shetzricha ibor. But even though these are not a reason to create a leap year, we do add them to a year that anyways needs to have a month added. Mipnei ha'tkufa o mipnei ha'aviv uperos ha'ilan. Either because of the tkufa, that the solar calendar is off, the equinox is not coming at the right time, or the aviv, the produce is not ripening at the right time, or the fruit of the tree is not blossoming. So those are the three major reasons why we would add a month and have a leap year. So if we have those reasons, meaning there's an issue with the year, so anyways, this year is going to become a leap year. So then we could add these additional reasons. So the Rambam is now about to list to us things which in and of themselves do not cause a leap year, but they can be added as reasons to anyways have a leap year. If there's a shortage of lambs or goats that haven't been born, or there's only very few of them, so that is an issue. So we could tack that on to a year that's anyways a leap year. Or if the doves haven't learned to fly yet. So again, that's an issue. So we could add that to the reasons why anyways we're making this a leap year. We would not make a leap year because of these issues with the goats or the doves. But we do make them a helper, an additional reason for a year which is going to anyways become a leap year. So now the Rambam describes what exactly does it mean to be an additional reason. It's not the real reason for the leap year, but it's something that we tack on. So what exactly does that mean? So the Rambam explains, Omrin We announce that this year requires an additional month. It's a leap year because the equinox, the tkufa, the season is coming too late in the year. Or because the produce and the fruits have not ripened and blossomed. And also because the goats and the doves are not developed yet. So according to the Rambam, this 
whole halacha is really a verbal halacha. That when we announce the leap year, we include in the announcement also these secondary reasons about the animals, the goats and the doves not being fully developed, but it doesn't in any way lead to the actual leap year. So the goats and the doves is not a reason at all to create a leap year, but once there's anyways a leap year, so then in the announcement, we include also this issue with the goats and the doves. Now, the source for this halacha is the Gemara in Sanhedrin Yud Aleph, but Rashi and Tosvos there explain the whole concept of a sa'ad, an additional helping reason, totally different. According to Rashi and Tosvos, it's not just a verbal issue, how we communicate why we're creating a leap year. It actually is how we determine whether it should be a leap year. So we need the fact that the goats and the doves are not properly developed in order to determine that this should be a leap year. Because the halacha is that we do not create a leap year for only one reason. We need to have two reasons. So if all we have is that it's not aviv or it's not the tkufa, even though those are very powerful reasons to create a leap year, but that's not enough because it's only one reason and we don't add a month based on one reason. So we need an additional reason in order to justify the leap year. So any of these smaller reasons like the goats and the lambs and the doves not being properly born or developed are enough to be considered a second valid reason and now we're able to create a leap year. So according to Rashi, it's not just about how we announce it, but we actually need these additional reasons, even though they're not as significant as the main reason in order to justify why we're able to add a month. Now, the Rambam disagrees with this. And according to the Rambam, we anyways have two reasons in order to create a leap year. So we have the Tkufa and the Aviv. That's two reasons. So we're anyways allowed to create a leap year. The only thing that the goats and the doves are adding is an additional explanation when we announce the leap year why an extra month is being added. So according to the Rambam, we've already fulfilled the requirement to have two reasons and not just one. And still, we add into the announcement these secondary, smaller reasons about the animals that haven't been born. So this is the debate between Rashi and Tosvos versus the Rambam. According to Rashi and Tosvos, what it means that these are secondary reasons is that they're able Able to combine along with the main reason why we're adding a leap year, we couldn't use two of the smaller ones on their own. So we couldn't say that the doves and the goats together is two reasons, but together with one of the big reasons, we could add one of the smaller reasons. But it has nothing to do with how we announce it. It's about getting to the requirement to have two reasons in order to add a month. Whereas according to the Rambam, the two reasons are both significant ones like the Tkufa and Aviv. So the Gemara is saying that the secondary smaller reasons don't help you add a month at all. You couldn't use one of those smaller reasons to actually create a leap year. But after it's already been determined that this should be a leap year, so then one of the smaller reasons gets included in the announcement. 
So Rav Velvel wants to understand what is this debate between Rashi and Tosvos versus the Rambam. So Rav Velvel explains that this debate is actually a reflection of a much more fundamental debate between them, how to interpret this whole issue in the Gemara. The Brisa says, There are three major reasons to add a month. So these are the top tier reasons. Aviv, Peros Ha'ilan, and Kufa. The blossoming of the produce, the fruit of the tree, and the equinox. Al shnayim mehen ma'abrin, val echad mehen ein ma'abrin. If we have two out of the three, then we add a month. But for only one out of the three, we do not add a month. So in order to create a leap year, there have to be two out of the three reasons. Now, what exactly are these three causes? Tkufa, Aviv, and Peros Ha'ilan. So Rashi and Tosos explain that Aviv refers to the produce developing during the month of Nisan. Because Nisan is supposed to be Chodesh Ha'aviv, the month where the produce, the wheat and the barley, all of that starts to develop. So if that's not happening, then we have to prolong the year, add in another Adar so that Nisan will be Chodesh HaAviv. Now, Peros HaIlan, the fruit of the tree, is not talking about Nisan because the fruits develop around Shavuos time. It's called Chag HaBikurim, when people bring their first fruits to the Beis HaMikdash. So Peros HaIlan means if the fruit of the trees is not going to develop by Shavuos time, so then again we have to add a month so that when Shavuos comes around, people are picking the fruit off the tree. And then Tkufa is talking about Tkufa's Teves as well as Tkufa's Tammuz. So if the Tkufa of Teves in the winter was pushed off until after the 15th of Nisan, so that means that Pesach is going to fall out in the winter time. Or if the Tkufa of Tammuz, which is in the summer, was pushed off until after Sukkot, so Sukkot is going to fall out in the summertime, then we have to add a month because Pesach has to fall out after the Tkufa of Teves, and Sukkot has to fall out after the summer Tkufa of Tammuz in the new season. So according to Rashi and Tosvos, there are three distinct major reasons why we would add a month. Either because the produce is not developing by Pesach time, or if the fruit of the trees are not going to be picked by Shavuos time, or if the new season is not going to turn over before Pesach or before Sukkot. And these concerns also reflect different values. So Pesach needs to be in the new season after Tkufas Teves. It also needs to be in the Chodesh Ha'aviv when the produce is coming out. Shavuos needs to be when the fruit of the trees are getting picked, Chag HaBikurim. And Sukkot needs to be in the new season after Tkufas Tammuz. So according to Rashi and Tosvos, there are a number of major reasons why we would add a month which reflect different values about how the Jewish calendar has to play out. So in order to make sure that everything's happening in the right time, we're going to sometimes have to add a month when we see that spring or Shavuos or Sukkot are coming too early in the year. But the Rambam has a very different presentation and understanding of these halachas. So the Rambam in Kiddush HaChodesh Dalit Aleph, when he presents this whole halacha, he gives it a little intro. Why do we add a month? Because of the spring. So that Pesach will fall out in the time that the Torah said it should fall out, in the Chodesh Ha'aviv, because the Torah said to guard it, which means 
that the month of Nisan has to be in the springtime in the Aviv when things are blossoming and it's our job to make sure that that happens. So according to the Rambam, the whole point of these halachas is to line up Pesach with the month of Aviv so Nisan has to be when Aviv is starting. Now the Rambam continues, Al Shlosha Simonim Ma'abrinasashana. There are three reasons why we would add a leap year. Alat Kufa Val Aviv Val Perosa Ilad. And again, he quotes the Gemara's three reasons, Tkufa, Aviv, and fruit of the tree. Ketzad. So how exactly does this work? Says the Rambam, Bezdin mechashvin v'yodin imtiya tkufas nisan b'shishas arbenisan o achar zman zeh ma'abrin osashana. The court does a calculation. And if the tkufa of nisan is going to fall out on the 16th of nisan or later, so then they have to add a month because the first day of Pesach on the 15th is not going to be in tkufas nisan. So if the court does a calculation of the calendar and they realize that Pesach is not on track to be in Tkufas Nisan, so then they immediately have to add another month and make it a leap year. So that Pesach will come out at the proper time of Aviv. And based on this one factor alone, the court can add a month and create a leap year and they do not need any other factors. So according to the Rambam, you do not always need two reasons to create a leap year. If it's clear from the calculation that Pesach is going to fall out before Tkufas Nisan, before the Aviv, so then based on that alone, the court will add a month. Now the Rambam describes the lesser reasons, which could also create a leap year, but there we need two of the reasons. So if the court sees that the produce has not yet blossomed, it's still dark, so it's just a little bit. There's no real produce coming out, so it's not aviv. And the fruit of the tree, which generally blossoms around Pesach time, has not yet blossomed. So we're not talking about the fruits of Shavuos, like Rashi and Tosvo said, we're still talking about Pesach. Whatever few fruits generally blossom during Pesach time, if those fruits are late in blossoming. So again, we have a sign that it's not yet springtime for Pesach. So we rely on these two reasons together. And again, we would create a leap year. So either one of these alone, the produce or the fruit are not going to be enough, but together they're enough to add a leap year. So that when Pesach comes, there will be produce. And so that when Pesach comes, there will be the general fruit that are generally blossoming around that time. And these are the main reasons for which we would add a month so that the years will be lined up with the solar calendar. So that is the way the Ram Rambam presents this halacha. So there's a lot of differences between the Rambam's interpretation versus Rashi and Tosvos. According to the Rambam, all three of the factors mentioned in the Gemara, Kufa Aviv and Perosa Ilan, all have to do with Pesach and Nisan. Not like Rashi and Tosvos said that some of them have to do with Shavuos or Sukkot. According to the Rambam, it's totally focused on Pesach being in the month of Aviv. So it's talking about the produce that should be ripened, the fruit of the tree which should be blossoming 
being at Pesach time and the Tkufa of Nisan being before Pesach. So all three of them are focused on Pesach. And even more than that, according to the Rambam, all three reasons are intending to accomplish the same thing. According to Rashi, we're also concerned that Shavuos and Sukkot should be in the right time. So the concern is overall that the Jewish calendar should be in the right place. But according to the Rambam, the purpose of all these reasons is to make sure that Pesach is in Chodesh Aviv, which is a fulfillment of the Torah's command of Shamor as Chodesh Aviv, guard that Pesach should come in Nisan, and that should be the time of Aviv when springtime is coming and when the produce is ripening. So according to the Rambam, the whole concept of a leap year in Halacha is in order to protect Chodesh Aviv and fulfill that commandment of the Torah. So now Reb Velvel presents two formulations how, according to the Rambam, we fulfill the mitzvah of protecting Chodesh Aviv by adding another month because of these three causes. So at first he says that maybe the Rambam understands Chodesh Aviv to refer to all three of these causes. So Aviv refers to the Tkufa. It should be in the time of Nisan. It also refers to the produce ripening, which is the literal meaning of the word. Aviv, and it also refers to some of the fruit of the tree blossoming. So the meaning of Aviv includes all three of these causes, and that's why according to the Rambam, these are the three main causes why we would add a month and create a leap year, because all of them fulfill the command of the Torah to make sure that Pesach is in Chodesh Aviv. But then Rab Velvel presents another formulation which he prefers, and this much more fundamentally connects the whole concept of a leap year with the idea of Aviv. And that is that according to the Rambam, these are not the causes why we add a month and create a leap year. They're the signs that this should be a leap year. But the actual reason for the leap year is to line up the solar calendar, the springtime, with the holiday of Pesach. So that is the entire purpose of the leap year. And when the Torah says, Shamor Chodesh Aviv, make sure that Pesach is in Chodesh Aviv, it's not talking about specific details. It's talking about the overall halacha that Pesach should be in what we call springtime. Now, how to identify springtime? So there the Gemara gives us three simanim, three signs as to when spring has come. So these three things are not the cause for the leap year, but they're a way to tell when it's springtime. And in order to align the springtime with Pesach, sometimes we have to add a month. And that's the language of the Rambam, al-shlosha simanin. So he calls them signs, not causes for the leap year. And then he continues when he's describing the tkufa, if the equinox is off, so the Rambam says, Based on this sign, we go ahead and add a month and make it a leap year. And similarly, then he talks about Aviv and Perosa Ilan. He says, We rely on these two signs. So according to the Rambam, we are not trying to make sure that Pesach is in the time when the produce is ripening and the fruit of the tree are blossoming. That's not the way the halacha is formulated. The whole point of this halacha is very 
very simple. That Pesach needs to be in the Chodesh HaAviv, which is springtime on the solar calendar. Now, because Pesach is based on a lunar calendar, so some years it's going to be off and it's going to be too early. So the way to determine that it's not in Chodesh HaAviv in the springtime is by looking at these signs. But once we determine that Pesach is not going to be around Aviv and Peros Ha'ilan and the Tkufa, so there's something off, then we add a month and create a leap year. But the purpose of that is not to make sure that the Aviv and the Tkufa are in the right place, but that Pesach is in Chodesh HaAviv. And the Rambam basically makes this point himself in the last line of the whole Halacha. He says, these are the reasons that we would go ahead and add a month. So that the years will be lined up with the solar year. And he says the same thing at the beginning of the whole halachas in Aleph Aleph. So the Rambam basically says explicitly that the point of the whole leap year in halacha is to line up the solar year and the lunar year so that Pesach comes out in Chodesh Aviv in the springtime as the Torah says that it has to. So unlike Rashi and Tosvos who say that a leap year is in order to align the whole Jewish calendar so that all of the holidays are coming at the right times and around when their mitzvahs are applicable like Bikurim and Shavuos, but according According to the Rambam, there's a single purpose for the mitzvah of adding a leap year, which is to ensure that Pesach and Aviv are at the same time. And everything else is just a detail in being able to determine overall that it's on track to do that. Now, Reb Velvel continues developing this broad debate, and he finds other areas where Rashi and the Rambam have the same debate. The Gemara quotes a brisa, al shlosha rotsos ma'abrinas hashana. There are three regions, three different lands that we take into account when trying to figure out whether to add a month. Yehuda, Ever Hayardin, and the Galil. So the north and south of Israel and over the Jordan. So those are the three regions that we look at. And again, it has to be two out of the three have an issue, and then we add a month. But if only one of them has an issue, so then we don't create a leap year. So Rashi explains that the reason for this halacha is that we follow a majority. So if two out of the three regions that make up Eretz Yisrael have an issue, so then we add a leap year. But if only one of them does, so that's a minority, so then we do not add a month. So this fits very well with Rashi's overall view that the purpose of a leap year is to make sure that the calendar is overall in its proper place. So we're concerned about the blossoming of the produce and the fruits and the solar calendar, the springtime and the summertime. So we're overall concerned with the Jewish calendar. So the way to evaluate if there's a problem is whether a majority of the people in Israel have a problem. If it's only a minority, so then the calendar is not out of sync. But if the calendar is not lining up for a majority, so then we need to change something and add a month. But again, the Rambam in Kiddush HaChodesh Dalid Dalid formulates this differently. The Rambam says, There were three lands that they used to rely on in determining the Aviv time. So the Rambam is trying to say something else. It's not that these are the three lands that determine whether there's a problem with the calendar or not. 
The issue with the calendar has nothing to do with the people that live in Israel. It's that springtime is not lining up with Pesach. So even if there was nobody in the world, that would be a problem. So it's not like Rashi that we're trying to solve the problem for the Jews in Israel. We need to solve the problem, which is an internal problem in the calendar that Pesach is not coming out at the right time. Now, the court can't be expected to do research in the entire world. So they can't have to know the climate and the situation in every country everywhere. So there has to be a limit. So there the halacha is that they look at the three regions of Eretz Yisrael. But that's just a way to decide whether the springtime is coming at the right time. So those are the three regions that the court relies on. But according to the Rambam, and this is consistent with his view, the issue is not correcting the calendar for the people that live in those regions. The issue is correcting the calendar for Pesach and Aviv to coincide. And we happen to use those three regions in determining whether whether it's on track or not. And Reb Velvel quotes that the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Chaf Aleph seems to be a very strong source for the approach of the Rambam. The Gemara says, Shalach le Rav Hunabar Oven le Rava. Rav Hunabar Oven sent to Rava, Kar chazis de mashchot kufas teves ad shitzar benisan. If you see that the kufa of teves is going past the 16th of Nisan, Abra lahahi shaita velo techushla. So you have to add a month and create a leap year. Dersiv shamars chodesh Aviv, because the Torah said, guard the month of Aviv. Shmor Aviv shalt kufa Nisan. Make sure that the kufa of springtime is in the month of Nisan. So this is basically the source for the Rambam's view that this is the primary motivation for adding a month. So Reb Velvel explains that according to the Rambam, what the Gemara is saying here is don't interpret the word Aviv in the Torah literally, that it refers to the ripening of the produce, but rather it refers to the Tkufa of Aviv, the season of the springtime. So the Tevis Tkufa has to come before Pesach. So that's how the Gemara is interpreting the word Aviv in the Torah. It's not the Aviv of the ripening produce, which according to the Rambam is one of the simanim that it is the time of Aviv. But when the Torah uses that word Aviv, in this context, it's referring to the season of Aviv. So that interpretation of the Gemara is very central for the Rambam. And then the Gemara continues that he said, you should immediately add a month, and don't be concerned about it. So there he's saying that even though you only have one of the simanim, the tkufa, still you create a leap year and you don't need the other two as the Rambam had ruled. So the Rambam himself made that distinction that you could add a month for tkufa alone, whereas Aviv and Perosailan, you need both of them in order to add a month. But the basic idea of this Gemara, the way Rab Velvel's interpreting it according to the Rambam, is that the point of a leap year is in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Shemar Eschodesh Ha'aviv, and the way we know that there's a problem is if we have a simen like the Tkufa is off. So a lot of the key points of the Rambam's approach are included in this Gemara. Now, Rab Velvel continues to develop this debate in another area. The halacha was, as we said, that in order to add a month, you need two out of the three main reasons. So out of Aviv, Tkufa, and Perosa Ilan, you need two issues. But if there's only one issue, then you don't go ahead and add a month.
month. So Tosos explained it's because people might make a mistake. So we don't want the court adding a month unnecessarily. So as a way to protect against that, we require two of the reasons which will prevent unnecessary leap years because if there's two reasons, then it's probably necessary. Now, Rashi comments that the view of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel is that if there's a problem with the Tkufa, so for that reason alone, you do add a month. So even though Aviv and Perosa Ilan require two reasons, but Tkufa alone is enough, as the Rambam himself ruled. So Rashi explains the reason for that view is because Tkufa is a deoraisa. The Torah itself says to add a month because of Tkufa. So it sounds like according to Rashi, if something is a reason mida oraisa, then even one reason is enough to add a leap year. But if something is only a reason midra banan, then it requires two. That's the basic principle. Torah reasons on their own are enough, but rabbinic reasons need two. So Reb Velvel comments on this, that even though the other reasons, Aviv and Peros Ilan, are also implicit in the Torah, so the Torah said that Pesach should be in the time of Aviv, when the produce is ripening, and Shavuos should be at the time of picking the fruit. So both of those you could call a deoraisa as well, but the Torah never explicitly said that if the calendar is off, then you should add a month. The only time the Torah gives that suggestion is when it comes to Tkufa, if the season of Aviv is not going to be in Nisan, so then the Torah said, Shamar Chodesh Aviv, protect the month of Aviv. And according to the Sifri, that means to say, make sure that Nisan's going to be in Aviv through the month before it. So the Torah is hinting at the suggestion to add an extra month if the Tkufa is not going to line up with Pesach. And that's also the interpretation of the Gemara in Roshana Chaf Aleph that Rabbelvel just quoted. So in both of these sources, they're interpreting that the Torah itself is telling us that if Nisan is not going to be in the Tkufa of Aviv, then we should add a month of Adar in order to push it off. Whereas the other halachas, when Shavuos should be, or what type of produce should be ripening at Pesach time, even though the Torah tells us about about that, but it doesn't then say that if it's off, then we should add a month. So that's why Rashi calls them drabanan, even though they're mentioned in the Torah. Only the tkufa is mentioned in the Torah in regards to leap years, so that is a doraisa. So that's Rab Velvel's explanation for Rashi's comment that only one of these reasons is doraisa. Now, back to the general point of this piece. So according to Rashi and Tosvos, the Gemara is saying that there is a special rule that in order to create a leap year, there needs to be two reasons, but one reason alone, unless it's Doraisa, is not enough. But says Rab Velvel, according to the Rambam, the explanation of this halacha is totally different. It's not just a halacha that we need to check off two of the reasons in order to activate a leap year. But rather, it's a fact that until we have two of these issues, there's no issue with the calendar. We're trying to line up the Tkufas Ha'aviv with Pesach. And if there's only one thing off, so then that's still considered the Aviv season. So Pesach is coming at the right time. So there's actually no need to add another month. According to Rashi and Tosfos, there could be a need to add another month, but we're unable to do that because we didn't check off two of the reasons. But according to the Rambam, there's no need to add a month unless there's two issues. If there's only one issue, then it means that Aviv time is still going to coincide with Pesach. That's still considered the Aviv season 
reason, even though in one regard it's not fully aviv, so there is no issue and there's no reason at all to add a month. And Reb Velbel says that a careful reading of the Rambam shows us this, because the language of the Rambam is somchin al shnei simanin elu, that we rely on these two signs. In other words, without the two signs, there's nothing telling us that it's not aviv, until there's two issues, and then we have proof that it's not aviv, and we have to add a month. And that also explains what the Rambam says, that the Tkufa sign is enough on its own to activate a leap year. Even though Aviv and Perosa Ilan require two signs to have a leap year, but the Tkufa alone is enough for a leap year, because the Tkufa is a much more powerful sign. If we see that the Tkufa of Aviv is not going to come on the first day of Pesach, so we immediately know that there's an issue and we need to have a leap year. So we don't need any other sign in addition to that, because automatically there's a problem. Only the other signs, we need two of them in order to know that there's an issue with Aviv and Pesach lining up. So that's why the Tkufa sign is a much stronger one than any other. So this additional step also fits in with the overall debate between Rashi and the Rambam. According to Rashi, the purpose of a leap year is to keep the calendar in an overall correct place. But there are rules about when we activate a leap year. So there are certain details that need to be met. Whereas according to the Rambam, the point of the leap year is to keep Pesach in the Aviv. That's the whole purpose. And the way to determine that is by looking at different signs in order to know whether Pesach's going to hit in the Aviv. And there are certain signs that are stronger than others. And the weaker signs, we need two of them in order to know that there's a problem. So now that we understand the major view regarding this halacha. So now we come back to the original debate that Rab Velvel began with, the lowest level of signs, the goats and the doves, which are a sa'ad. They're not an actual reason, but they're a helper. So there was a debate between Rashi and the Rambam how to understand this. According to Rashi, it means that if we have one of the main reasons plus one of the lesser reasons, so then we activate a leap year. Whereas according to the Rambam, the lesser reasons don't activate a leap year, they only are added into the announcement. So Rev Velvel wanted to understand what are they arguing about. So now he says we understand exactly the basis for that debate. According to Rashi and Tosfos, so there's a checklist. We need to be able to say that there are two reasons in order to create a leap year. So what the Gemara is telling us is that if we only have one of the main reasons, so there's only one issue with the overall calendar. But in addition to that, there is another unrelated issue having to do with the goats and the doves. So according to Rashi and Tosfos, that's enough because now we can say that there are two issues. And since we can check off two issues, so that activates a leap year. Even though the goats and the doves have nothing to do with the Aviv and the calendar issues, but according to Rashi and Tosfos, none of these reasons are connected. They're all totally different. There's Kufa, there's the produce, there's the fruits. Now there's the goats and the doves. They're all different reasons. But that's the way a leap year works, that we add different reasons together. And once there are two reasons, so that activates a leap year. So it doesn't matter that the goats and the doves have nothing to do with the actual calendar issues. And they're just an unrelated issue with the animals. But the fact that it's also an issue is enough to be added into the mix. And together, two of those issues can create a leap year. Now, the goats and the doves on their own obviously couldn't create a leap year. There does have to be some issue with the calendar, but so long as there's one issue
issue with the calendar and one other issue that we can find so that can activate a leap year. But that's all according to Rashi and Tosfos because they believe that there are multiple reasons why we would activate a leap year. According to the Rambam, there's only one reason for a leap year, which is to keep Pesach in the time of Aviv. That's the sole concern for a leap year. So the goats and the doves are going to make no difference to a leap year because they have nothing to do with the calendar. The concern of the goats and the doves doesn't contribute in any way to having Pesach line up with Aviv. So it's totally irrelevant for activating a leap year. So that's why the Rambam holds that the goats and the doves can't be added at all to the consideration of a leap year. The leap year has to be determined solely by whether Aviv is going to be with Pesach. And that we determine based on the three three calendar signs, and some of them are stronger than others, but those are the only ones that are relevant. The goats and the doves is an issue, but it's not a calendar issue. So it doesn't affect the leap year. And according to the Rambam, you can't add that into the mix at all. So this explains very nicely why, according to Rashi, the second tier reasons, the goats and the doves, are still included in the overall discussion about adding a month. Whereas according to the Rambam, they're totally irrelevant because according to the Rambam, we're only focused on Pesach and Aviv. And these issues have nothing to do with that. Whereas according to Rashi, we're focused more broadly on keeping the calendar in the proper place. So other issues are also able to be added into the mix. There is a rule that we need to have two issues in order to add a month. But even if one of those issues is unrelated to the clash between the solar and the lunar calendar, it could still be used to activate a leap year. Now Reb Velvel adds another step. And he makes the debate between the Rambam and Rashi even more fundamental. The Rambam in the beginning of Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh writes, Chodshe Hashana Him Chodshe Halavana. The Jewish calendar is the lunar calendar. Shnamar Olas Chodesh Bechodsho. As the Torah describes the process of Rosh Chodesh based on the moon. Now the years that we count are solar years. Shnamar Shamar Chodesh Aviv. As the Torah says, guard the month of Aviv. So the Rambam says, sets up the clash. The months are lunar and the years are solar. So obviously they're going to fall out of sync at some point. So according to the Rambam, the leap year is coming to solve this issue that the months need to be lunar and the years need to be solar and they don't line up. So we have to add a leap year in order to preserve that overall concept of lunar months and solar years. So it's not just about Yantif. According to the Rambam, it's a much broader idea. It's not only about Pesach coming out at the right time, but it's about keeping the whole calendar in sync that the lunar months and the solar year should line up. So that's the fundamental essence of the leap year is in order to preserve that concept. And that's what the Torah commands in and the Rambam reiterates that in the halacha that we saw earlier at the end of his whole discussion about which signs lead to a leap year. So the Rambam ends it so that the years will be solar. So again, he's reiterating that the point is not just to keep Pesach in the time of Aviv, but to keep the lunar and the solar calendars together. So the essence of this mitzvah, according to the Rambam, is much broader. It's not only about Pesach, but it's about Chodesh HaAviv, that the month of Aviv should be Nisan, which takes a lot of work because the months are lunar and the years are solar, so they fall out of sync. So that's why the Torah commands us to guard the calendar and to add a month when necessary so that they fall back into line.
So this reinforces Rabbi Velvel's understanding that according to the Rambam, Aviv in the Torah in that context doesn't mean the ripening produce. It's not literal, but it refers to the Tkufas Ha'aviv, the season of spring. So that's what the Torah is telling us. Protect the season of the spring that it should come in the month of Nisan. Make sure that they align. Now Rashi very fundamentally disagrees with this. According to Rashi, it's all about the details. It's not a broad halacha that the solar and the lunar calendars should line up and springtime should come in Nisan. It's much more about the details. That when Pesach time is coming around, it should be the Aviv literally when the produce is ripening. And when Shavuot time is coming around, it should be when the produce of the tree is being picked. So according to Rashi, it's not a grand idea that we need to add a month in order to keep the Jewish calendar in sync, but it's about the details, that when each holiday comes around, it should be with the proper details of what's supposed to be going on during that time of year. So this is now a step more than Rab Velvel said it earlier. At this point, there's a very fundamental debate between Rashi and the Rambam According to the Rambam, the leap year is to protect the calendar, and that's what the Torah commanded in Shamar Eschodesh Aviv. whereas according to Rashi, the leap year is in order to protect that the mitzvahs that apply at different holidays can be done properly. Now, this debate between Rashi and the Rambam continues in how to understand the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Dav Chaf. The Gemara tells that one year they needed to add another day to the month of Elul to push off the holiday of Rosh Hashanah by one day. So just like we add an extra full month of Adar to create a leap year, so we can also add a day to the month to make it a full month. So Amar Ula, Yodi Chavrin Bavloi, Mai Tivusa Avdinan Bahadaihu. Ula said that the Babylonians should know how good a favor we did for them. So the Gemara asks, Maitivusa, what was so helpful about pushing Rosh Hashanah off by one day? So Ula Amar Mishum Yarkaya, Rav Achabar Chanina Amar Mishum Mesaya. There were two views. Basically, Rosh Hashanah was going to be on a Sunday, and they pushed it off to a Monday, so now there wasn't a two-day Yantif, a Shabbos followed by Rosh Hashanah. So that was helpful, according to Ula, because they could pick vegetables in the meantime. Otherwise, they would have had to go two days without picking vegetables. And according to Rab Achabar Hanina, because they could deal with anyone that passed away. Otherwise, anyone that died would have had to sit around for two days. So those are the two benefits of having Rosh Hashanah on a Monday instead of on a Sunday. So the Gemara asks on this, Rabbi Bar Shmuel said a halacha that just like we add an extra month to the year if we need to, so maybe we also add another day to the month if we need to. The Torah says that the new month follows the new moon. As soon as you see the new moon, you have to sanctify the new month. So according to Rabbi Bar Shmuel, you're not allowed to add a date to the month because of a need. So the month is different than the year, even though we add an extra month to the year if need be, but you don't add a date to the month if need be. So the question is, how could they have added a date to Elul to push off Rosh Hashanah from Sunday to Monday? So Amar Rava Lokasha. Rava answered that Rabbi 
Abba Bar Shmuel actually said something different. Kan Abro kan kadsho. You are allowed to add one day to the month if need be, but you're not allowed to subtract a day. So let's say they need to sanctify the month a day earlier, but the moon has not been seen, then that they're not allowed to do. But to add a day after the moon has been seen, they are allowed to do. And the way to say Rabba Bar Shmuel's halacha is yachol kashem Maybe just like we add a month to the year or a day to the month for a need. So maybe we can also sanctify the month a day early. So the Torah said you have to see the moon. So according to the final version of Rabbi Bar Shmuel, you are allowed to add a day to the month, just like we add a month to the year if there's a need. So there's no difference between a month and a year on that level. Now, Rashi explains what is the need that we add a month to the year for. So Rashi explains it's Aviv or Tkufa or Perosa Ilan, the regular needs that we've been discussing throughout all the reasons that you would add a month to the year. So according to Rashi, that's what the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah is referencing as well when it says that we add a month if there's a need. It's talking about the needs that we've been discussing until now. But the Rambam in the fourth chapter of Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh puts it differently. Why do we add the month of Adar? Because of the springtime. So that Pesach will be in the spring. As the Torah says, guard the month of Aviv. That the month of Nisan should be in the Aviv in the springtime. There are three reasons that we add a leap year. For those three, Aviv, Kufa, and Perosa Ilan. And in addition to that, there were other things that the court would add a month for if there was a need. And these are them. For example, if the roads were not fixed and they needed another month to fix them. So according to the Rambam, Mipnei Hatzorech for a need is not referring to the three that the Gemara in Sanhedrin gave us, but it's a new list. It's basically saying that any time there is a pressing need, there's some communal issue that needs another month to deal with. So the court was able to add an extra month and activate a leap year. So according to the Rambam, there are two different things that are going on. One is a need, which does not refer to a calendar issue. It refers to a communal need that the court needed to add another month. And then there is another halacha that if there was an issue with the calendar, that the solar year was off. So then they would also add a month in order to fix the calendar. And the Rambam makes the same point at the beginning of chapter five, that the court has the ability to add an extra month either mipnei hazman, because of the time, or mipnei hatzorech, because of a need. So the time is a calendar issue. If there's a problem with aviv, kufar, perosa, ilan, and the spring is not coming at the right time, so that's what it means that the court could add based on the time. And then there was another reason they would add mipnei hatzorech if they needed to, meaning if there was a communal need, like the roads or the bridges or the ovens for Pesach or people were still traveling 
traveling and they weren't able to get there. So for any of these types of communal needs, the court was also able to add an extra month and create a leap year. And the Gemara in Sanhedrin goes through those needs. So according to the Rambam, there are two different tracks. One is an issue in the calendar that spring is coming too late. So we need to correct the solar year. The second is a communal need having nothing to do with the calendar, but the court feels that people need an extra month before Pesach comes. Now, those are not equal. According to the Rambam, the main reason for a leap year is in order to correct the Zman Ha'aviv. That's the primary reason why the court would add an extra month. Because that's what the Torah commanded, Shamar Chodesh Ha'aviv, that the court has to ensure that Pesach comes at the time of Aviv, which according to the Sifri means adding a month if need be. So to fulfill that mitzvah of the Torah was the main reason for a leap year. But there was another track that the court could use if need be, which is if they thought that the people required an extra month before Pesach, so then they could add a month even though the need had nothing to do with the calendar per se. And Rab Velvel quotes that this view of the Rambam is explicit in the Sifra in Parshas Emar Perak Tes, where the Sifra derives that the court is allowed to add a month if there's a need to push off Pesach. So we see very clearly that these are two different tracks. One is Shamar Chodesh Aviv, and the other is that the court has the right to add a month if they perceive a need for that. So that's where the Rambam got this dual track from. Now, based on this, the Rambam in Kiddush HaChodesh Dalet Tes Zion writes that there's a brisa that rules that you're not allowed to create a leap year in a year of famine or in a year of Shemitah because you're prolonging a difficult year by another month. So Shemitah is not allowed to be a leap year. So the Rambam limits that the only thing the court cannot make a leap year during Shemitah or a famine is because of a tzorach. So let's say the roads or the bridges are not fixed and the court wants to add another month. So they cannot do that in a difficult year and extend it by a month. But if there's an actual problem in the calendar, so if the Aviv, Tkufer, Peros Ha'ilan are off, so then the Rambam says the Brisa does not apply and the court could add a month even though it's a famine or a Shemitah year. So here the Rambam applies his two tracks and he applies it to this halacha that the court cannot make a leap year during Shemitah and he says that it only applies to one of the tracks. When the court made up the need for an extra month based on what they saw that people need. So then the halacha is that since the court is the one saying that we need an extra month in this year, but the counter to that is that it's a difficult year, so the court is not allowed to add an extra month. But if there's an actual issue in the calendar, so the Aviv time is off and it's not going to coincide with Pesach, so then says the Rambam, there's nothing in the world that would stop the court from being able to add a month because that's an actual crisis in the calendar. And the Torah said that the Aviv and Pesach have to line up. So it doesn't matter that it's a difficult year. The court is not the one making up that we need an extra month. That's what the Torah said. So in order to fix the crisis in the calendar, the court is allowed to add a month even though it's prolonging a difficult year. So the Rambam here is applying this dual track and the centrality of lining up 
Kufas Ha'aviv with Pesach and issuing a new ruling based on that, that even in a Shemitah year, the court can add a month if there's a need to correct the calendar. And similarly, the Rambam is also able to answer a question of Tosfos based on his approach. The Gemara in Sanhedrin Yud Aleph quotes this brisa that we referenced, Ein ma'abrines hashana elim ken the only reason to add a month to the year is if it's needed in order to fix the roads or the bridges. Or if the ovens for Pesach are messed up or if people haven't gotten to Yerushalayim yet. So for those four reasons, the roads, the bridges, the ovens and people who are traveling, we are allowed to add an extra month. But not because of snow or cold or people who have not yet started traveling. So for those people, we're not going to add an extra month or because it's cold and we want Pesach to be in warmer weather. So Tosvos asks, why does the Brisa say that only for those four reasons we add an extra month? What about Kufa Aviv and Peros Ha'ilan, which are the three main reasons that we add an extra month? So why is the Brisa suddenly listing a whole new list and it makes no reference for the main reasons to add an extra month? So says Rab Velvel, obviously, according to the Rambam, the answer to this question is very obvious. There are two distinct reasons why the court would add a month, and each brisa is talking about a different track. So this brisa is dealing with the tzorech, the need track. Sometimes the court says there needs to be an extra month before Pesach. So this brisa is telling us which needs are legitimate to add a month before Pesach. And it lists the four things which are considered valid in order for the court to push off Pesach. But this brisa has nothing to do with internal calendar issues. So that's why it makes no mention of the three calendar issues. That's the other brisa, which is telling us how to spot when the lunar and the solar calendars are not lining up. So the three signs of that are Kufa, Aviv, and Perosa Ilan. So that's why that brisa focuses in on those. So each brisa is dealing with a different reason and a different track why the court would add a month. Now, Reb Velvel continues explaining how, according to the Rambam, these Gemaras make sense. There was a debate between the Rambam and Rashi in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. What does it mean when the Gemara says that we add a month to the year because of a need? So according to Rashi, it's referring to a calendar need. And according to the Rambam, it's referring to those other needs which are not in the calendar. But for some reason, the people need an extra month before Pesach. So says Reb Velvel, a According to the Rambam, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah makes a lot of sense. The Gemara tries to say that just like you're allowed to add a month to the year because of some need, even though it has nothing to do with the calendar, it's not an issue in the solar year. It's an unrelated communal need, but still you're allowed to add a month to the year in order to fix the issue. So the same should be true of each month, that you're allowed to add an extra day to the month 
in order to fix issues. Even though that extra day is not going to correct the calendar, but it's going to correct an unrelated issue, like having Rosh Hashanah on a Sunday, which would be difficult for picking vegetables and burying the dead. So that's what the Gemara is trying to say, that just like we play around with the yearly calendar and we add an extra month in order to solve certain communal issues, so maybe we also play around with each month's sanctification and we add an extra day if need be in order to fix communal issues. So the Gemara says, no, you can't compare the years to the months because of the Pasuk of Achodesh HaZelachem that the Torah said that when it comes to the month, you have to sanctify it as soon as you see the new moon. So even though the Torah gave license to play around with the year and add a month if necessary, but the Torah said that that license does not extend to the months and you're not allowed to add a day to the months after you see the new moon. So that's the way the initial discussion went according to the Rambam. And then at the end of the discussion, the Gemara actually says that in fact we do compare the months to the year. So just like we add a month to the year if need be, so we also add a date to the months if need be, you just can't sanctify the month without seeing the moon. So according to the Rambam, this whole discussion in the Gemara and the conclusion makes a lot of sense because we're dealing with the track having nothing to do with internal calendar issues. We're talking about communal issues and we're allowed to use the yearly calendar as well as the monthly calendar to solve those problems by adding either a month or a day depending on what we need. But according to Rashi, the read of this Gemara is somewhat difficult because when the Gemara says that we add an extra month to the year. So it's referring to when there's an issue within the calendar. So either Tkufa Aviv or Perosa Ilan, for some reason, the calendar is not lining up properly. So in order to correct that internal issue in the calendar, we add an extra month. So how do we compare that to adding a day to the month, which is not going to correct the calendar? That's going to correct a separate issue, like having Rosh Hashanah on a Sunday, but it's not going to correct any problems within the calendar. So why would we assume that if we can add a month to the year, we can also add a day to the month, even though those are two very different situations? So the read of this Gemara and the comparison between the added month and the added day to El is somewhat difficult according to Rashi. But either way, what we do see from Rashi's commentary in Rosh Hashanah is that the whole concept of adding a month because of Aviv, Tkufa, and Perosa Ilan is considered Mipnei Hatzorach because the Gemara called it for a need and Rashi explains that it's referring to the classic needs to correct the calendar. So the issue that the holidays are going to come out at the wrong time of the year and the fruits and the produce that are supposed to be there are not going to be there is considered a need that needs to be corrected. And the Gemara compares that to adding a day to Elul to push Rosh Hashanah off from Sunday to Monday so that people can pick vegetables or bury the dead. So those are practical issues that the court needs to resolve. So the Gemara compares these two cases, that adding a month to the year in order to sync up the calendar is considered an issue that the court needs to resolve. It's not an abstract theoretical issue that the Jewish calendar needs to be synced up properly, but it's a practical need that each of the holidays
holidays needs to come out at the right time, which means that the things that are needed are available. So in order to solve the issue that that's not going to happen, the court steps in and adds a month. So according to Rashi, that's the lens that the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah has of this whole halacha, that it's not an abstract concept to fulfill the mitzvah of Shamar's Chodesh Aviv to guard the Jewish calendar, but it's a very practical issue to correct a problem, which is that the holidays are not going to have what they need. So in that sense, adding a month to the year is very similar to adding a day to the month of Elul to push Rosh Hashanah off from Sunday to Monday because again, that deals with an immediate problem and resolves it. So now it turns out very brilliantly that both Rashi and the Rambam's reading of the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah are consistent with their overall views of this halacha. According to the Rambam, when the court adds a month because the calendar is off, so that's not to resolve an immediate problem. There is no issue that the court is trying to solve. The issue is that the Torah said we need to guard Chodesh Aviv and make sure that Pesach syncs up with Nisan in the time of Aviv. So that's an abstract theoretical mitzvah that we're performing, but it's not in order to resolve an immediate issue. So when the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah suggest that just like the court can add a month, it can also add a date to Elul, it can't be referring to that type of adding a month because those two addings have nothing to do with each other. Adding a date to Elul is not going to correct the calendar in any way. It's needed to deal with a tzorech, an immediate need. So that's why the Rambam says there must be two different tracks that the court is able to add another month. One is to correct the calendar and the other is because they perceive a need to push Pesach off by a month. So the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah is referring to that second category where the court adds a month in order to correct a problem, not because of an issue in the calendar. And based on that, the Gemara says that they can also add a day to the month also in order to resolve an issue which is unrelated to the calendar. So according to the Rambam, this whole concept that there are two different categories why the court would add a month and that the adding to correct the calendar has to do not with an immediate problem, but with the overall mitzvah of preserving Chodesh HaAviv. So according to the Rambam, that all fits in very beautifully to the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah. But Rashi's view also fits in very beautifully now. Because according to Rashi, when the court adds an extra month because of Aviv, so either the Tkufa or Aviv or Peros Ilan are off, so the court corrects the calendar by adding another month, that is a need-based addition. The court is not adding that in the abstract in order to protect the Jewish calendar. Rashi understands that the whole purpose of adding that month is so that the yuntifs can be done properly. So there is an immediate problem that Pesach and Shavuos and Sukkot are not going to be done in the proper time with the proper produce and fruits and the proper seasons. So because of that immediate problem, the court steps in and resolves it by adding an extra month. So according to Rashi, correcting the calendar is about solving problems. So that's why the Gemara says that if the court can add an extra month because of Tkufa Aviv or Peros Ilan, so we can derive from there that they should also be able to add an extra day to the month in order to correct issues which are unrelated to the calendar. So Rashi's reading of the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah also fits in beautifully. And both the Rambam and Rashi have very consistent views 
as to the essence of adding a month and creating a leap year and how to explain all these different halachas and gemaras as a result of that essential debate between them. So this is a very beautiful piece from Reb Velvel getting to the core of this issue and articulating two totally different perspectives about it. Now, in the final paragraph, Reb Velvel connects this whole debate with another very important debate between the Rambam and the Ramban. The question is, nowadays when we no longer have courts, so what sanctifies the new month? How do we have a Jewish calendar when we no longer have a court to sanctify it? So this is an important debate between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam in the fifth chapter of Kiddush HaChodesh explains that there is a halacha Moshe Sinai. One of the halachas Moshe got is that when there's a court, so then they sanctify the new month using the witnesses. So people see the moon and they come testify to the court. And part of the court's power is that they're able to create a leap year if the calendar is out of sync or if there's some other need. But when there is no bastin that can do that, like nowadays when there's no court, so the Halakha Lamosha Misenai taught that in that situation, everything depends on the calculation. So we no longer have to sanctify the new month with witnesses. We rely on the calculation of when the new month is going to start. And the same is true for adding leap years that we do the whole thing based on mathematical calculation. So we no longer use courts and witnesses to sanctify the new month and create leap years. We do it all based on mathematical calculation. The Ramban in the Sefer HaMitzvot, Mitzvah 153, disagrees with the Rambam. And he says that there is no such halacha l'moshem Sinai that when there's no based in, everything goes with mathematical calculation. The way this works is that Reb Hillel Hanasi, so this is not the famous Hillel, but a great-great-grandson of his. So Reb Hillel Hanasi, who was the final court. So he established the principles of the calculation that guide us up until today, until Mashiach comes. And then he sanctified all of the remaining months until Mashiach comes. So according to the Ramban, we do need our months sanctified by a court. But since we no longer have a bastin to do that, so the final bastin had good foresight and they sat down before they were disbanded and they sanctified everything until Mashiach comes. So that's the way we have months and leap years. So Rab Velvel says that he thinks that this debate between the Rambam and the Ramban could tie into the debate between Rashi and the Rambam. According to the Rambam, the point of a leap year is to sync up the solar and lunar calendars. So it's to correct a problem within the Jewish calendar. So that means the Torah itself is aware of the calendar issues and it's set out to resolve them by telling the Bastin to add a leap year when necessary. So the Torah is aware of the mathematics calculations of the calendar. So it makes sense to say that the Torah also included that when there is no based in, so then the leap year and the new months all goes based on the calculation. So it makes sense that implicit in the laws of the Torah regarding calendars is that if there is no court to correct the calendar, so then we follow mathematical calculation and the Torah gave that process of calculation the power
power to govern the new months and to add leap years. But according to Rashi, the point of adding a leap year is not to correct the calendar, but it's to fix a problem with the upcoming yuntifs. So there's going to be something off about Pesach and Shavuos that year because the seasons are not going to be where they should be and the produce and the fruits are not going to be as developed as they should be. So that's why the court steps in and adds another month in order to correct those issues with observing the holidays. So that has nothing to do with the overall calculation of the calendar. So according to Rashi's perspective, the Torah never gave much power to the calculation of the calendar. The way the Torah formulated it is that the court is able to add a month when there's a need. But there's no reason to say, and this is the Ramban's point, that when there is no based in, so the calculation has the power to sanctify the new month and add in leap years. So that's why the Ramban proposes that all the power is centralized in the based in. And even if there's no based in, there needs to be a based in that sanctified the year and added a leap year. So that was done by the final based in. They had the foresight to do that until Mashiach's times. So that's how we're able to have Rosh Chodesh and leap years nowadays. It all has to be done by based in. The Torah did not give power, according to Rashi and the Ramban, to a calculation of the calendar. The Torah said that Bastin is in charge of the calendar. So even when there's no Bastin, there had to be a Bastin in history that sanctified the calendar that we're using. So this debate between the Rambam and the Ramban, how our calendar functions nowadays, is related to the whole issue of what the Torah meant when it said to add a leap year if necessary. Is that a corrective to the calendar or to the holidays. So this is Rab Velvel's classic piece on this issue, and he articulates two very important perspectives in how to understand the halacha of adding a leap year. Now, it's worth noting that Rab Velvel's student in the Amic Bracha on page 73, where he's dealing with issues of a leap year, so he quotes this piece that he heard himself from his Rebbe, and the stuff that he quotes appears in the Sefer. He adds at the end that Rab Velvel explained a number of points using this framework. So most of that all appears in the Sefer. But there is one point that he adds which elaborates on something that Reb Velvel says more quickly in this piece and the Emek Bracha helps explain exactly what he means. Reb Velvel points out that the Rambam calls the Tkufa Aviv and Perosa Ilan Simanim, which means that they are signs, they're signals that a leap year is needed. So according to Reb Velvel, the Rambam is telling us that those three things are not the cause for the leap year. The reason reason for the leap year is to align the calendar, but the signal that the calendar needs alignment is those three things. So that's why the Rambam calls them simanim. So the Megbracha expands on this and explains exactly what he means. In our Gemaras, it says al shlosha devarim. For three reasons, for three things, there is a leap year. So our Gemaras seem to indicate that those three things are the cause of the leap year. The Rambam, though, calls them simanim. So it sounds like the Rambam had a different version of the Gemara, and in his Gemara it said al shlosha simanim. And that in fact is the version of the Gemara of Rabbeinu Hananel, and the Rambam comes from the school of Rabbeinu Hananel. So it makes sense that the Rambam had the version of Al Shlosha Simanim as opposed to our Gemaras, which is Rashi and Tosfos, of Al Shlosha Devarim. So there are two different versions of what it says in the Gemara. Either it calls those three things the Simen, the signal that there needs to be a leap year, or it calls them the Devarim, the cause for the 
leap year. So it could be that much of this debate is also centered in which version of the Gemara you have. According to Rashi and Tosfos, they're Devarim. So the reason for the leap year is those three things. According to the Rambam, they're Simanim, they're signals that a leap year is needed, but the reason for the leap year is to align the calendar. Now, Reb Velvel himself in Chidusha Agriz al Torah by Yikra Chaf Gimel Mem Aleph at the end of Parshas Emor uses these ideas to explain the language of the Torah. The Pasuk says regarding Sukkis, You should keep it as a holiday for seven days a year. It should be a law for all generations that in the seventh month, which is Tishrei, you keep it. So the Torah offers two times when Sukkot is observed, once a year for seven days and in the month of Tishrei. So one of them focuses on the year and one of them focuses on the month. And Rab Velvel points out that when the Torah is describing Cholamoid Pesach, it has similar language. You shall do this service in this month. And you should keep this law in its holiday during the days, which is a reference to the year. So again, the Torah is focusing on the month and the year. So Rab Velvel explains this all based on similar ideas that he has in this piece. The Rambam at the beginning of Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh says that the rules of the Torah govern the years as well as the months. So the Jewish calendar is a combination of both the solar year and the lunar months. And in the beginning of chapter four of Kiddush HaChodesh, the Rambam says that's why we add leap years to align these two calendars. So these are all the ideas that he discussed in this piece. So that's why the Torah focuses on keeping Sukkot and Pesach in the year as well as in the proper months because both of those cycles are governed by the Torah, both of them together create the Jewish calendar. So that's why the Torah describes it as a holiday in a specific month and within the year. Now, Reb Velvel adds on one more insight. The Torah says, that Pesach should be observed at its time. Not which would have meant in its time. So we should observe Pesach in the time of the holiday. But now the Torah says, at its time. So this is alluding to the halacha that we have to make sure that Pesach falls out at the proper time in Chodesh Aviv during springtime. So just like the Sifri understood, Shamar's Chodesh Aviv is a commandment to add a month if necessary so Pesach falls out during Aviv. So the Torah is emphasizing that point again, limmo ada, that Pesach has to be at the proper time. It's our job to ensure that Pesach, the holiday, is at the proper time. Not only that we're observing Pesach during Pesach, but that that holiday of Pesach is when it's supposed to be. So the Torah is again alluding to that halacha through the word limmo ada as opposed to bimmo ada. So in this piece in Chidush Agriz Torah, Reb Velvel connects the ideas in this piece with the language of the Torah.